Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Good afternoon and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. And as always, we're here together working to improve our financial IQ. Total Wealth Academy is an education and mentoring program. What we do is we teach people how to use real estate to build a second stream of income that supplements or replaces their earned income, their job income. And this really seems to be the only business model that's working with an estimated 95% of Americans unable to retire by age 65, 30, close to 30% are dead by age 65, then 65% can't retire, and only 5% are retiring. The good news is we know what that 5% are doing. They've, almost all of them, got a second stream of income. Some people third, fourth, fifth, and so on depending on how aggressive you want to be. So it's important to understand that in today's America, building a second stream of income is imperative. The other thing that it does is it improves your quality of lifestyle in a phenomenal way. When you reach a point, and this is just basic, let's say your bills are 5,000 a month and you go by I don't know, that would be about 12 houses, could be 10. Let's say it's 12 houses and you have 5,000 a month in profit off those 12 houses. If you lose your job during the recession, do you care? No, your bills are paid because of that second stream of income. Imagine the peace of mind Imagine not worrying all the time. If you're going to lose your job, if somebody's out, going to outdo you, they're going to hire somebody younger and faster. You don't care. My favorite example comes from the 2007 recession where a guy went into his office. There were 13 employees there, and they fired everybody. 12 of the employees start crying, weeping, begging for their jobs, explaining, look, this office is profitable. Why would you close a profitable office? But one person just grabbed a cardboard box, started packing up his desk. He didn't care. Why? Because he had a second stream of income. It's like, yeah, okay. Oh, really? You're firing me? Okay, thanks a lot. Really enjoyed my time here. Let me pack up. What time do you need me out of here? It's a different lifestyle, isn't it? That type of quality of lifestyle only comes with a second stream of income. When you know that you're taken care of, when you know the bills are paid. I do not suggest, however, that you quit your job 
as soon as you have enough to cover your bills. If your bills are 5000 my recommendation is get about $10,000 a month in passive income before you quit your job. Now, as soon as your passive income does meet your bills, if you're not happy at your work, then you should change jobs. I hope this makes sense. Let's say you're in a toxic environment or you're selling a product you don't believe in. If you got $5,000 a month in bills and 5000 in rental income, go find a better job. It is okay to be happy. I know not a lot of people believe that. They say they do, but you look at their actions, their actions say they don't. They're in jobs they hate. They're working 50, 60 hours a week. Just horrible situations. It's okay to be happy. Find a job you love. And the interesting thing is about it, and I'm not the first person to say this by any stretch of the imagination, when you're doing something you love, you start making more money. Invariably. Because when you do something you love, you do it the best that you can. You live up to your expectations. And as a result, you're going to get promotions, you're going to get raises, you're going to get everything that you know you hoped you'd get by taking a job that sucks and waiting for people to die or waiting people to retire, or waiting for people to get fired, waiting for people to switch jobs, you know, and oh, I'm going to move up the ladder eventually, I hope. Um, totally different scenario. So when I talk about building a second stream of income, it's not just for the money. It's for this incredible way of living with peace of mind. You know the bills are paid. I was talking to a lady today that got fired, right? It was an epiphany for her that the bills kept coming in. She joked about it, how insane that is. But when you get fired, do your bills stop? They don't, do they? But not a lot of people think about that. Those bills keep coming in, and they come in every month. When you retire, do your bills stop? Nope. They keep coming in. What is the only solution for that? There's really two, I guess. You could save up millions and millions of dollars, or for less than a million dollars, you could build yourself a $10,000 a month income stream, maybe even a $20,000 a month income stream. So our sales pitch, if you will, is saving your way to retirement is completely ineffective because no matter how much money you save, you know what you're praying the day you retire? Dear God, 
Please kill me before I run out of money. You are. I've seen people do it. I sat with a guy the other day that goes, man, I'm scared to death. I go, what, what? Man, my dad lived in 94. He's literally scared of living a long, healthy life. Is that what you want? To be afraid to live a long, healthy life? Well, if you're trying to save your way to retirement, you're going to experience that fear, that insecurity, and so on. So today, I've got a guest coming on in the next segment. We're about to go to break. And he's going to talk about a passive investing event that's coming up. It's going to be held at our office, but this is his event. His name is Joseph Bramante, outstanding individual. He is a syndicator at or sponsor at Total Wealth Academy, doing incredible things with real estate. And we'll talk to him when we come back from the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. There's an old joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And that is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that is going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars over the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, attend our free sample class at TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I want to immediately bring on Joseph Bramante, who is an outstanding individual. He is a sponsor. He buys apartment complexes, manages them, owns them. He is a top dog at Total Wealth Academy. So please welcome Joseph Bramante. Joseph, thanks a lot for calling into the show today. Hello, Joseph. Are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can now. Perfectly, actually. So uh, good to have you on the show. I really appreciate you calling in. Um, you are you closed on a deal in January. Is that correct? Uh, February, but yes, we closed February. on a deal up in Cyprus. I've just got to tell you that a member called me today bragging about what you're doing on that deal. Um, I guess you sent out some graph or something, and he is just ecstatic and has decided to get into your next deal. So watch for a phone call this afternoon from that guy. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's amazing what just a little communication will do. It is. If it, Keeping people posted keeps them from imagining the worst, uh, which is what a lot of people do, and enlightens yeah. them into what really happens in the first 12 months that most people have no idea what goes on. But let's get to your event. Tell me a little bit about what you're doing, what the goal of the event is, and what the person that attends is going to get. Yeah, so I created the Passive Investor Conference uh, several months ago, and we're hosting our first event this July. And, you know, the reason I created it was because there's a pretty big, well, a little bit more about me first. Um, okay. So, you know, I started with, you know, a real estate group, 
and then kind of went off on my own. So I was, I was in there for four years, and then I was off on my own, out on the Internet, you know, just kind of sink or swim, um, and got to see what all of the rest of the world was doing when it came to syndication. Uh, and then now, as you know, I'm back with, with you guys and also still out there uh, on the Internet on my, on my own. But what I discovered is that there's a pretty big range and capabilities of what's out there and what's being syndicated and, you know, syndication today is vastly different than how it was when I started 10 years ago. I mean, you got various other players in the market. The structures are a lot different. It's a lot more complicated. Uh, but the one thing they all have in common, though, is they are all amazing at marketing. And if you're not, you know, if you're not really switched on as a passive investor and don't really have the background or know what you're looking at, it's really hard to tell the difference between a winner and a loser. I mean, it just... I can't even tell sometimes. I mean, the, the packaging, the, the graphics and everything, I mean, it's pretty yeah. impressive. And I had several investors come to me asking me to review deals for them because, you know, I, don't, I've only, I only do so many deals a year and I don't have enough. Didn't, well, I've got more deals now, but at the time I wasn't doing as many deals to keep them occupied. So, of course, they're going to want to invest. Otherwise, I want them to always be going into great deals. So, checked out some deals for them and, you know, I was able to like, Within five minutes, ten minutes, like find all the issues with it, and they were just completely uh, a myth. They had no idea what I was talking about. I was like, "How do you not see this?" And so that's when I realized that you know a lot of these past investors don't really know some of these things and don't know how to reverse engineer a lot of these packages and underwriting and stuff like that. And so that's why we created this course. Um, it's really unique. It's not you know most of what's taught in the industry, like 99% of the courses and conferences are teaching you how to do what I do, how to go and buy an apartment complex, underwrite it, and do all that. But the vast majority of people are not going to do that. The vast majority of people are going to be passive investors because they have a day job. You know, they're working to make a salary to invest in properties so they can get that financial freedom that we always talk about. So with that in mind, we had, uh, I created this course so that People, uh, I had to give it a course that was different than the rest because, you know, the way you reverse engineer something is not the same way that you engineer something. So we had to come up with some kind of custom calculations and, or really sometimes it's just showing them like, you know, here's the math to do it this way, but then here's the math to do it backwards so that you can figure out what the assumption was. And I realize a lot of that's kind of in the detail, and that's not the point of the course. I mean, there's details there for those who want it, but really the course is about teaching those concepts so that people don't actually have to do any math. They can look at it pretty quickly and, and, and find the issues in any particular deal and make a decision because a lot of past investors, they don't have, you know, hours and hours to underwrite a deal like, like I do and others do because this is our full-time job you know, they're getting off work. They want to spend a few minutes looking at something and be able to quickly kind of see the red flags on it. So that was why I created this course was kind of addressing that need in the market for, and it's a real niche need, but for past investors to properly vet the deals they're getting into because, I mean, what's really at stake here is it's not really money. I mean, multifamily has shown time and time again, even going into covid that you're, to, to lose money industry is, is pretty difficult. A typical worst-case scenario is you just get your money back. 
I mean, it doesn't right. say typical. Like it's that's even rare. I mean, you're always going to make some amount of money. You just may not make as much as you wanted in the really bad situations. But for the most part, you're going to do well. But but what you will lose though is your time. And having a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars sunk in a deal for five years, seven years, producing low returns, you know, you lost that time there that it could have been in a better deal if you had done a little bit more a little bit more time up front or actually knew what you're looking at in the beginning and properly vetted the sponsor and vetted the deal and, and vetted the market and really knew everything that you were about to get into before you actually made that investment. Because once you make that investment, that's it. There's no refund. There's no going back. You're, you're in the deal. And you're in there until sponsor decides to sell the deal, refinance, or whatever. So you've kind of that's why it's called passive investing. That is that the one risk. And so we want to make sure that the passive investors are really well educated going into these deals from from their perspective and that they've checked the boxes and that they're fully aware of what they're getting into before getting into it. Yeah, and that is so important. It's almost like homework before homework. You know, you've yeah. you've got the homework of analyzing the deal, but you better educate yourself on pretty much you know you, you know I, I talk to people all the time that don't know what NOI is don't know what an internal rate of return never even heard of an equity multiplier before um, definitely don't understand that we make money in both the up and down markets so there's you know they're oh it's the up market I want to be in it's like no you want to be in both um, so how many speakers do you have um, geez we got like almost 10 speakers I uh, don't have don't have the exact list in front of me. That's all right. Actually, I think it's like twelve speakers. Actually, yeah, there's several speakers, and what I like about them is that they're not all syndicators. You know, a lot of the times, right. the majority of these conferences, it's all syndicators. It's a panel full of syndicators, and so you know, the chances of them telling you something or educating you on something that might be used against them in the future uh, is pretty low. And actually, I received when I was launching this. I did receive a fair bit of, uh, I don't say criticism, but it was brought to my attention. Like, are you sure you want to educate these passives, like teach them this? Because then they're going to ask you a whole bunch of questions. I'm like, well, that's okay. I've got no problem with that. And you should have no problem with that either. I mean, if they're asking you questions, that's a good thing. If they find an issue or an error on the deal, that's a good thing. It gives you an opportunity to back out early or, or do whatever. Um, so I think that's a good thing. Most of our speakers are – uh, so one of them, uh, he he works, he's the VP at Trinity Private Equity Group. Uh, they've done over a billion in distributions, just distributions wow. since uh, they've been founded, just to give you an idea of the size of them. So they're an institutional uh, private equity group, and what they do is that they will allocate, uh, they provide, uh, basically they're, they're like a single check writer for these deals. So they'll be the loan, the, the one passive investor for a deal, and they're bringing you know, $20 million at a time. And so they get in, and they're really hands-on, underwriting the deal. And so he's going to be talking about their process, how they vet deals and sponsors and markets, et cetera. And uh, just to give you an idea, like I've yet to get a deal through these guys myself, and I think we've got some really good deals. So they've, they've, they're extremely uh, strict on their requirements, um, and one of the things that's unique about them, or not really unique about them, but just unique about passive investing in general, which I hope they'll convey, 
um, is the flexibility to invest nationwide. I mean, uh, yeah. the one big advantage that a passive investor has over a syndicator like myself is like I'm I'm pretty much stuck to Houston. Like I could go outside of Houston, but I lose a lot of my competitive advantage when I go outside of my own market, outside of my own backyard. Um, whereas a passive investor, the information they need is universal nationwide. So they need to know market data. They need to know uh, they're going to check the sponsor, hopefully make sure that he's local, um, and they're also going to check the deal. And so that's what these guys are doing is going into the best deals with the best sponsors and the best markets across the nation, and they're going to talk about that process. Uh, another well, one is – go ahead. Look, I'm sorry to cut you off, but we're at the end of the segment. Um, tell them how they can find out about this online. Do they make a phone call, email you? How can they reach out? Sure. So the best way is to go to the website, PassiveInvestorConference.com. And for all your listeners listening, if they type in a uh, little promo code TWA20, they give them a 20% discount off their ticket price. They've got okay. two options. They can attend virtually or they can attend in person. Uh, and if they attend personally, they can attend privately. So they don't need to share information. They can just be there watching quietly. Because uh, I know some people really value their privacy. And this pro- this conference is for passive investors. It's for financial planners who are helping their clients allocate Just funds. Just a moment, I have to cut you off because we got to go to break. But stay on the line because I want you to finish this conversation, please. I know I told you one segment, but I'm going to need you to stay on a little bit longer. All right, we'll be right back. Thanks for listening. If you have money in an IRA, 401k, or other retirement account, you can use it to invest passively in real estate without tax or penalty. Our average rate of return is three times that of the stock market and mutual funds with much less volatility. If you have over $70,000, you can start passive investing today. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Academy radio show. We're on the line with Joseph Bramante. He is a sponsor at Total Wealth Academy, uh, outstanding individual, and he's got an event coming up. Um, Joseph, please give me that website again, PassiveInvestorConference.com. That is correct. And just for your listeners, if they enter that promo code TWA20, they'll get a 20% discount on their ticket price. And, and these are, I mean, we've, these are really affordable, I think, uh, I think it's like 60 bucks uh, for the virtual. And then if they want to come in in person, it's like 200 bucks or something like that, um, which if you look at other conferences, much, much more expensive. So this one's really about educating, getting people involved uh, and learning. And I think as I was mentioning towards that last half of that segment, who this conference is for, obviously for passive investors, right? But also – Maybe you're a financial planner, wealth manager, whoever, uh, and you've got clients that would be looking at deals like this. I've had, you know, I've had several conversations with financial planners on behalf of their investor who invested into our deal, and you know, quite frankly, these guys really just didn't really know what they were uh, looking at. I mean, I walked them through the deal and explained it to them, but uh, these guys weren't. Uh, fully up to speed with multifamily. So if that's you, 
and you're in one of those roles and you want to get up to speed with how multifamily is underwritten and how you can analyze this for your clients, definitely come and check that out. Uh, and then also if you are a capital raiser and you're, and you're working with a bunch of other passive investors representing them and on their behalf, uh, you should definitely come and check it out. Help save you some time so you can more quickly look through deals without having to go and do a deep dive on every single one. Okay, so that is PassiveInvestorConference.com, PassiveInvestorConference.com, and use the promo code TWA20, TWA, just short for Total Wealth Academy, 20. All right, Joseph, I really appreciate it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Thanks for having me on the show. You're and, welcome. Oh, oh, you're asking who the speakers were. Of course, yours truly, Mr. Steve Davis, will be there closing <laughs> out the conference. So I hope you guys can attend because uh, I'm looking forward to your speech there, Steve. All right. I appreciate it, man. Right, I'll talk care. to you later. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Um, the next thing that I'd like to talk about is a big fear that people have of locating profitable single-family deals. And there's a million different ways to do it. But most people are going into the most competitive way possible, ways possible to do it. Um, okay, just got an email. I'll, anybody who wants that website for Joseph's Conference, um, just email me if you didn't catch the website, and I'll, I'll email it to you. Uh, it's just steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Steve at totalwealthacademy.com. If you read books or you buy sets of educational materials off late night TV on real estate investing, they go through lists, you know, pre-foreclosures, foreclosures, deaths, probate, um, which are similar. Um, but not the same. Um, divorces, job law, you know, they talk about all these ways to find deals. The problem is all of them talk about the same ways. And so those ways get inundated with amateurs, people with nothing but a you know, set of books and CDs. They don't have a mentor. They really don't know what they're doing. And they they kind of ruin it for the rest of the people. An example of that would be buying pre-foreclosures last year and really parts of this year. Inexperienced, uneducated investors were pushing the prices up on those type deals, twenty, thirty thousand $30,000. I mean, they. I saw some sell at full price, and they needed forty thousand in rehab. So, you need to understand this: if you buy a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar home in a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar neighborhood, you pay two fifty for it, and you put forty thousand dollars in uh, upgrades. What is that house worth? $250,000. And amateurs don't understand that. So they'll go out. They, they don't know how to run comparable sales. They don't know how to evaluate the deal. 
They don't know how to even do, figure out what the repairs are going to be. They take the word of the wholesaler or whoever's selling it. And they overpay. And they literally decimated the marketplace over the last couple of years out of sheer ignorance, stupidity, whatever you want to call it. When I was heavily into single family, probably 90% of my deals came from, and I know you're all going to lose your minds when I say this, realtors. Now, a bunch of you are going, that can't be true. Realtors are lazy. Realtors don't call you back. Realtors this, that, and the other, and everybody's going to put down realtors. Let me tell you, I agree with you. I hate realtors, but I love realtors. Notice how I said that quickly so the realtors didn't quit listening all of a sudden. I love realtors. Um, But you got to understand, as in any business, they suffer from the 80-20 rule. If there's 100,000, if you're not familiar with Pareto's rule, 80% of the results in a business come from the top 20% of the people. The other 80% get about 20% of the results. Pareto rule. If there's 100,000 agents in Houston, how many good ones are there? 20,000. And these guys aren't and gals aren't good. They're great. When you get a good realtor, they are worth their weight in gold. But again, as you can see, it's two out of 10. If you talk to 10 real estate agents, only two of them are going to be good. So if you talk to only three agents, what are the odds that you're talking to a good one? Very low. So what I did was I cultivated a group of real estate agents. I had about 24, 25 of them that knew me by name, knew what I was looking for, knew my qualifications. They had my pre-approval letter. They knew exactly what I was buying. And they would call me with deals when they got them. I was able to do on a monthly basis, no less than one, but as many as six Well, six different deals in one month. There were times in one month I'd buy 14, but that's one deal. I'm talking about six separate agents found six different deals all in one month. The way that I work with real estate agents is I only deal with their listings. I do not let agents bring me other agents' deals. I can I can hunt for that at HAR.com. I don't need an agent to look up deals for me. I need an agent who busts their butt and goes out there, signs a listing agreement with the seller, and then sells it to me. Now, why would they do that? Why did they like dealing with me? Because they get all of the commission, all 6%. Now, before I proceed, there's a few of you 
realtors listening right now that are going, wait a minute, my broker says I can't represent both the buyer and seller. Yes, you can. That is your broker's rule. He's not the law. He's It's actually bogus that he's doing that. I sign an agreement that says that I understand that the agent represents the seller and only the seller and does not represent me. That way they can get all 6% of the commission. It's a little more complex than that, but I just feel bad for any realtor whose broker is so cowardly that they won't let you be the listing and selling agent. So here we go. When I call an agent, what I'm looking for are properties that won't qualify for a conventional loan. So most times, the real estate agent, if they go to a house and there are holes in the wall, missing carpet in one bedroom, broken doors, they just leave. They don't sign a listing agreement on it. There's no reason to. Nobody can buy it except a cash buyer or an investor. And they don't have a list of investors. So they just leave. But after I call them and I tell them exactly what I'm looking for and that I am an investor and I do have cash or I do have hard money and I can buy those houses that are beat up, guess what? They can now sign listing agreements with those people. I'll explain more about this when we come back from the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I'm your host, Steve Davis. Thanks for listening. There's an old joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And that is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that is going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars over the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, attend our free sample class at TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Academy Radio Show. I am your host, Steve Davis, and we're talking about working with agents. And I made the joke, I hate agents. Then I immediately took it back by saying I love agents. It's I I and I really don't hate the 80%. They just can't help you. You know, in in most cases, the 80%, they're even gonna neg you out. When you start calling real estate agents to help you find deals. They'll say things like, oh, if I found that deal, I'd buy it myself, or it's the wrong market, we're in the recession, or if it's the up market, they'll say it's the wrong market, it's the up market. (laughs) You got to understand, realtors are taught nothing about investing in their courses, nothing. And many of them are very frustrated about that. They've told me. They go, yeah, I got my license because I wanted to be an investor, but there's nothing in here on investing. You got to be patient with them. However, if you're in the 80%, the we'll call them the bad agents, not terrible people or anything like that. They're just not effective agents. When an agent says, if I found a good deal, 
I'd buy it myself. Here's what you say. Huh, how long you been an agent? 20 years. How many rental properties you got? None. Guess what? That person's full of crap. <laughs> That's what you're going to find. You're going to talk to agent after agent after agent after agent who claims they understand it, but they've never done it. They know nothing. So do not let negative real estate agents neg you out on your mission to build your portfolio. But when you do get a hold of the top 20%, you'll know it. Um, I'll give you an example. I called this lady and I explained my scenario. I say, look, I want the ugliest houses, the most beat up houses. You find me the piece of crap. That's what I want. It was like, I, I'm on a phone, right? And I could tell the room had lit up where she was because she goes, oh my God, I've been passing up those deals. I, they won't qualify for a mortgage, so I've just been passing them up. That lady found me probably 20 or 30 houses over a three or four year period that she would have never listed if she hadn't known me. Now, I introduced her to a bunch of other investors too, so she was able to do every deal she found. That's what you've got to do is put yourself in that position with 20, 24, 25 agents. They need to know you by name, know what you're looking for. They need to have your pre-qualification letter from the mortgage company knowing you're qualified to do the deal. They need to, and you got to call them on a monthly basis, no less than once a month. And I'm talking a real phone call. What, what I'm teaching my students is call them every month for the first 90 days, the first three months, then email them once a month from that point forward. But you've got to be in their face or you're going to hear this like I've heard many times. Ring, ring. Hey, Mike, it's Steve Davis. Remember I spoke with you a month or two ago? And, and you hear this. Oh... I just sold the deal you would have loved. He forgot about me. You can't let that happen. You've got to be in their face on a monthly basis. And every time you do a deal, every single time you do a deal, email the closing statement to the other 24 agents. If you've got 25 agents and you do a deal, email the closing statement to the other 24 agents. This builds your credibility, reminds them that you're there, and it also educates them because they can look at the deal, see the numbers, and go, oh, that's what he's looking for. I see. Because they don't really know how to invest, they don't know what an investment deal is until they see one. So the whole strategy really comes down to a numbers game that if you have one or two agents looking for deals for you, you're, you're not going to find enough deals to survive. It's going to go very, very slow. If you have 24, 25 agents looking for deals for you, you're going to find more deals than you can do as a rule, especially in the upcoming correction and hopefully recession. I know that sounds rude, but you know, it's inevitable. It's not if we're going to have another recession. It's when. 
So when they do occur, it's just an incredible opportunity to build wealth for yourself and your family if you're well-trained and competent as a real estate investor. So technique, be humble when you call them, be kind, no matter how rude they are to you, stay kind. Please be understanding that they don't, they're not investors. They don't really know what investment real estate is. Be patient with them. Educate them slowly but surely through multiple phone calls, multiple emails, sending those closing docs, and then stay in front of them. Stay in front of them, or they'll forget you. So that's the technique that I used, and I teach this in our Saturday class. It takes about two hours to go over the whole script and everything. Only takes about five minutes to do the script with an agent, but it takes about two hours to really grasp exactly what you're saying to these agents. Now, are you going to get lucky once in a while and call an agent who owns 20 rent houses? Yes. Keep that guy or gal on your list. You say, well, he's buying them. He can't buy every one. So he may buy one for himself, sell you one. Buy one for himself, sell you two. Buy one for himself, sell you another one. So I did not mind that a few of my agents were real estate investors because they were generally finding deals faster than they could do them. And, oh my gosh, I had an idea and it just popped out of my head. Um, okay, be humble. Don't pretend you're something you're not. Don't over brag. Um, be kind. Be understanding and then stay in their face. First 90 days, talk to them once a month. After that, email them once, maybe even twice a month. And definitely, every time you do a deal, email every one of the other agents to educate them on what a good deal is and to prove that you're real. Oh, that was the other idea. You gotta understand, they don't think you're real at first because they poor real estate agents sit at, at the office and they get calls from these quacks with books and tapes. <laughs> well, I guess books and videos that don't know what they're doing. So when you call, guess what they think you are? Some quack with a set of books and tapes. So be patient. Build credibility over time. Don't try to do it all in one phone call. Just build credibility by staying in touch with them month after month after month. And I think that's about as much as I can cover on the radio. Um, all right, let's go to a couple of questions we've got here by email. Phone lines are open for, ooh, you got to call me right now. If you've got a question, burning question, call me right now because we've only got about three minutes. 281 558 5738 281 558 KSEV. Okay, let's go to this. Um, this guy is Cyrus. 
and he's asking about VA loans. Yeah, this is a great way. A lot of my students will buy a fourplex because you're allowed to buy up to four units with a veteran's loan, VA loan, and they rent out three sides and live free in the fourth. It's a really good strategy if you're comfortable living in a fourplex. Um, if not, just use your VA to buy a single family home. That's the best way to do it uh, that I know of. Let me see. There's one more question. Oh, it's not a question, just a statement. Okay. Hope that helps, Cyrus. Let's go to the next one. Let me delete this one so I don't accidentally go back to it. This is also, no, this is just an advertisement. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Mike, um, what's a good cold calling script? I'm not a huge fan of cold calling. Um, it's more, you know, I like the text first. Text, get permission to call as opposed to just calling. it. I know for me, because I have a lot of properties, I get five or six fake phone calls every day. You want to sell your property, you want to sell your property. It's very irritating. Um, I think the text method is best, Mike. Text first, and the text should say, I'm interested in buying one of your properties. Do I have permission to call you? That has been extremely effective. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great rest of your day. To the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions. To find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Yeah.